Lean Analytics by Alistair Kroll and Benjamin Joskowitz. One sentence summary. Lean Analytics opens up the world of collecting and analyzing data to new entrepreneurs by showing them how to use data as a powerful tool without getting consumed by it to build, launch, and grow their startup faster while focusing on the right metrics. My favorite quote from the authors is, Data is the antidote to delusion. Alistair Kroll and Benjamin Joskowitz. This book is part of the Lean series, a collection of books curated by Eric Ries, founder of the movement and author of Lean Startup, to help people implement a lean philosophy into their businesses and startups. For each book, Ries has brought in experts in their fields. In this case, Alistair Kroll and Benjamin Joskowitz, who co-founded one of the first startup accelerators that embraces the lean methodology, Year One Labs. What they learned from funding five startups, three of which went on to get follow-up funding after the initial year, is how to use data in a lean philosophy environment. And that's what this book is about. Here are three lessons from Lean Analytics to help you build a better startup faster. 1. Be data-informed, not data-driven. 2. All successful startups go through five distinct stages. 3. Determine one metric that matters for each stage to not get lost in your data. Ready, aim, fire. Lean Analytics Lesson 1. You want to be data-informed, not data-driven. You're the one who calls the shots. This answers the question, where does the usability of data hit its limit? Unless you've taken a lot of statistics classes in school or college, you might not even have come across data as a tool that much until this point. Sure, it's part of predicting election outcomes based on political polls in the paper, and you know that Facebook and Google are after your data, quote-unquote, but when it comes to business, what is it for? When it comes to creating a company, data is really just all vital numerical information that describes your business. Every business collects and amasses hundreds of kinds of data in its lifetime. These are called metrics, and for each metric, you in turn gain thousands of so-called data points, that is, specific values, over time. For example, there's a session, user, and page view count for every single day on 4-Minute Books. Without data, any good entrepreneur will lie to themselves about how good their business really is. They have to. However, when self-belief turns into delusion, that's not good. Successfully building a company comes down to finding the golden middle between believing in your dream and building something the world actually needs. And data is the balancing pole that lets you walk on this tightrope. Data is the antidote to delusion, making sure your feet are planted firmly on the ground of reality. That said, that's also all it is. Experts often talk about data-driven strategies, but you don't really want to be data-driven. Think about the meaning of the word. If your business was a car, would you let data take the driver's seat? Of course not. Data should be in the passenger seat, with you driving and making the decisions. Therefore, you want to be data-informed, but not let data make your decisions for you. Lean Analytics Lesson 2 For your startup to be successful, it has to move through five distinct stages. This answers the question, what are the five stages of successful startups? Describing the life cycle of companies in stages of mental models has become a popular approach and can help you understand how a business must transform over its lifetime. For example, 
People Over Profit discusses four stages of honesty and deceit that can corrupt a business, while Predictable the Success describes a five-stage sink-or-swim model to tell failed companies from prosperous ones. Lean Analytics has its own model too, and it describes five clear-cut stages startups must move through. Stage 1. Empathy. This is where you connect with other people to determine a real problem that they have, which you can solve. Stage number two, stickiness, where you figure out how to efficiently solve that problem in a way that people would be happy to pay for. Stage three, virality. Here you build product features that keep people coming back and referring friends to make the product itself better. Stage four, revenue. That's when you start growing, expanding and making sure you're profitable. Stage five, scale. When your company tries to enter new markets and starts hiring a lot, you know you're scaling up. Take Q&A platform Quora, for example. The problem they solve is that people have questions even Google can't point to good answers to. The creators felt the same curiosity and disappointment people feel before they sign up to the platform. Because Quora offers answers on almost any topic and is free, people keep coming back. You can upvote, comment and share answers, which makes the best answers show up on top. Thus, the product gets better with more users. With 1.3 million monthly users, Quora is fairly scaled up, but the revenue part they still have to figure out. Lean Analytics Lesson 3. Find one metric that matters most, depending on what stage you're in, to not get lost. This answers the question, which metrics should I focus on for my business? This felt like a smack on the head. I've been long a fan of focusing on only one goal. But I never thought about changing that one goal over time, even before a set milestone is accomplished. To stay lean and easily make decisions, Alistair and Benjamin suggest you should focus only on one key metric at a time. That makes perfect sense, but more specifically, they mean focusing on the right thing at the right time. The metric and goal depend on the stage you're going through, of course. For example, when I started my blog back in 2014, I vowed to focus on email subscribers as my key metric but it was just the wrong metric at the wrong time. Your one metric that matters, or OMTM as the authors call it, should depend on the stage you're in. So when you notice you're about to shift stages, shift your metric. For example, with a brand new blog where you're trying to figure out what to talk about, the only metric should be assessing which comments people make about what is most helpful. In the stickiness stage, you could look at something like time spent on page per visitor then move to email subscribers in the virality part before moving to revenue per subscriber and ultimately customer lifetime value. My personal takeaways from Lean Analytics for 2017. Okay, first of all, I have to make some factual corrections. I will have to update this summary because there were, I spotted not only a few typos, but also <clears throat> a few factual mistakes. So... First of all, uh, Quora. Quora uh, currently, so this is more of an update than a correction. So yes, uh, at the time I wrote this, Quora was viral and already scaled up. But Quora doesn't get 1 to 3 million monthly users. I don't know, maybe that's registered users. I, I know even that has to be more. But Quora gets, I think, by now it's already 200 million uh, actually, let me double check that. So it's definitely north of 100 million users per uh, month, 
right? Actually, yeah, I can verify it now. I just double checked. It's over 200 million monthly unique users. So 200 million different people. Imagine that, 200 million. That's like three times, almost almost three times uh, Germany, two and a half times uh, of Germany. That's insane. 200 million people use their product. So they are scaled up, but far further than um, I wrote in the summary. Secondly, they've also started figuring out revenue. They've introduced ads. So they had it in beta for a long time and they just launched it like two weeks ago or so. So now they have an ad model where they serve ads and then um, businesses can pay for that. So that just to update you on Quora because I've been writing on Quora every day this year and uh, it was fun coming back to it here and to see like how they move through this model. It makes a lot of sense. Um, your one metric that matters. I mean, that was... Uh, huge for me um it was right i did focus on email subscribers and i think focusing on email subscribers was still a better goal than most people have which is something like related around money which makes no sense for a blog in the beginning um but yeah so when while i was trying to figure out what i should talk about i think a useful metric to use let's stick with the blog right and walk through the stages again because maybe you want to do a blog and that would be super helpful. First of all, empathy. You have to find out what you can write about that people connect with. And also, it has to be something that interests you, right? So I think I would go even beyond the comments thing because you're not going to get a lot of comments in the beginning. I would go to number of posts published because the more you publish, the faster you will find a pattern or topic that both resonates with your audience and that you won't want to stick to. So I would go with number of posts published in the beginning. All that matters is that you write, 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 write. And for a podcast or a YouTube show, it's the same thing, right? Content, content, content. Push, 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 more episodes. Second part, second phase, stickiness. Um, so this could really be something like time spent on site. So you make sure that your articles, especially your best articles, don't drive people away. So if people bounce after 10 seconds and they're off and away, you know you're doing something wrong. So the topic might be interesting, but what you wrote might not be in, like sticky enough to get people to stay. So use that. Google Analytics is a great tool for that. Third part, virality. You can easily see that by how many people share your stuff. You can track shares on your blog or on a platform like Quora. It's in your stats. You can also look at, um, you can do referrals. You can see how fast your email list grows, how many new subscribers you get per day and so on. I mean, uh, virality, like it builds over time. But you can, uh, what you can track there is a metric like shares, for example. Revenue, obvious, like revenue per email subscriber, for example, would be a good one. And this is the stage I'm in now. So, and the way I'm doing it now is I'm going to have different, I'm calling them income branches. So I'm going to have ad revenue for before making uh, affiliate sales for Blinkist from 4-Minute Books. I'm going to have this product, obviously, the 4-Minute Folio, my own one. I'm going to, I want to do books or, or Amazon books, or I don't know what kind of books, but like written paid content. I want to do that. Um, I also want to look into courses on Skillshare and so on. Right. So I'm, I'm, I'm I have a Patreon, uh, I have affiliate revenue from Amazon and so on and so on. So it goes down the chain. But what I want to do is I want to have, I want to build these arms, these income branches one at a time. And my metric is thousand dollars per arm. So uh, when ad revenue was at $1,000 per month for Blinkist affiliate stuff, I moved to this product, introduced my first own product. I'm going to push this one to $1,000 a month. 
then I'm going to move to the next one and the next one, and the next one. And then when I have three, four five branches, which already make a thousand bucks a month and I know uh, the, these products sell and I have them working, then I will scale and I will circle back to promotion and growing and more content and stuff like that, right? Because it's easier to pour oil on a fire that's already burning than to like make a fire bigger uh, if it's really, really artificially blow up a fire, make it bigger if it's really, really small. And yeah, so that's my approach for that. So I'm actually using this approach, not perfectly one-to-one, all right, but I am using it and I really like this book. I mean, I love the Lean Startup uh, mentality too. Um, this was really, really cool. Very out of uh, the box, not something you would come across usually, but super valuable, especially the one metric, one thing at a time. So give that a try, give it a shot. Lean Analytics by Alistair Kroll and Benjamin Yoskowitz. Highly recommend it. And I will see you on the next summary.